0: Welcome back, listeners, to our short-form Friday roundup of my favorite art history updates and interesting news tidbits this week. This is Art Curious News This Week, and this gets you up to date on some of the latest goings-on in art history. As usual, I am your host, Jennifer Dassel. Today is Friday, December 16th, 2022. And this week, which will, by the way, be my final news roundup of this year, it was an interesting week for Ancient Rome. But really, I mean it, it was. So to start us off, it was announced that over 60 Roman-era tombs have been discovered in Gaza City, according to Hamas, the military nationalist Palestinian group. Not that they were discovered this week, of course. They were actually found last January. But Hamas is only now noting the findings to the international press. That's how it goes. We don't yet know a whole lot about the archaeological site, but Hayam Al-Bitar, who is a researcher for Hamas's Ministry of Antiquities and Tourism, told the Associated Press this week that they are most likely dating to around the 2nd century CE based on the dating of both bones and artifacts found on site. The tombs, 63 in all, were discovered when the site was in preparations for an Egyptian funding housing project. But unfortunately, the site will not be open to the public, at least not anytime soon. Not just because the site is still being excavated, but because looting has been rampant, an outcome that is sadly altogether too common in sites like this. According to an article in Art News this week, almost immediately after the initial discovery of the site, people began making off with things like inscribed bricks, covered caskets, and more. The disappearance of these items leaves a gap, then, in records not only about the site proper, but also about the Roman Empire's hold during this time period in what is the modern-day Gaza Strip. Overall, though, this finding is still good news. And it caps off what has otherwise been a really good year for Gaza-based archaeology. Most notably, another important site, a graveyard of high-ranking Roman officials dating from the 1st century CE, was announced earlier this year. But let's balance out the good news regarding the Roman era with a little bit of not-so-good news. It's like yin and yang, right? At the end of last week, the UK's The Daily Mail reported that a treasure trove of Roman coins has purportedly been stolen. The cache of Roman-era goodies, which includes 28 silver coins and ingots, had been unearthed by folks who had discovered them via the use of metal detectors and, per British law, had handed over their findings to authorities. The British Museum was scheduled to take possession of the coins for examination and requested their exchange from a secure facility in England's Lancashire County and onward to London. However, it was discovered that some of the objects had gone missing in the meantime, so their security hadn't been all that secure after all. The police were called in to examine and investigate a couple of months back, but as of this recording, the potential theft is still being blamed on a person or persons unknown. Why does this matter? Well, in brief, if any of the reporting we've done here on Art Curious News this week shows anything, It's that provenance, where a work comes from, its location history, and so forth. It matters. Just look at all of the arguments that have been growing in recent years about the restitution of artworks across the globe. When items are displaced, they are separated from their history. Their place of origin suffers, then, from the lack of proximity. As an art historian, I've got to say, this is hard for me. And, of course, it is a loaded issue. So, for example, do I love going to the Metropolitan Museum when I visit New York? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. It allows me the chance to see some of my favorite French portraits, Chinese scrolls, and Dutch still lifes without pulling out my passport. Showing these works in museums across the globe does arguably allow others to be exposed to our world's great treasures. But I can also see the argument on both sides. And no matter what, there are winners and losers in these debates. But I do want to call your attention to a recent article in the New York Times on this very issue, which I will link into the show notes and on my website for today's episode. In it, Donna Yates, an associate professor of criminal law and criminology at Maastricht University in the Netherlands, makes what I believe to be a timely and critical statement. And I quote, museums don't need to own objects to share them with the public. All right, folks, this is a good moment to take a little break. More stories are coming to you from Art Curious News this week, so please support me and the show by listening to a couple of ads. Or you can join me over at Patreon and support this show ad-free for the price of a latte per month. We will be right back. A few years ago, I began composting in my backyard. But has it been easy? Oh, no, definitely not. My family is constantly fretting about the composition of green waste versus brown matter. Am I throwing in too many banana peels and not enough cardboard? Are the coffee grounds going to break down into something that will be healthy for my plants? In short, I love composting, but it's kind of complicated to actually do it. But then I got a loamy. Lomi is a countertop electric composter that turns scraps into dirt in under four hours. So with just the push of a button, my food scraps, even those mystery containers of takeout that are languishing in the back of my fridge, are gone. All done without the mess and the smell. And when it runs, it is quieter than my dishwasher. And it feels good, too. Since I got my loamy, I throw out way less garbage. And that means I'm not putting stuff in landfills and producing methane as much. Instead, I'm turning my waste into nutrient-rich dirt that I can feed to my plants. So I have way less garbage, I am minimizing my personal carbon footprint, and I'm helping to grow my garden with less effort, confusion, and mess. So win, 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 win. If you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make cleanup after dinner that much easier, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to lomi.com/artcurious and use the promo code artcurious to get $50 off your Lomi. That is $50 off when you head to lomi.com/artcurious and use promo code artcurious at checkout. Food waste is gross, but Lomi is your solution. With the holidays just around the corner, Lomi will make the perfect gift for someone on your shopping list. This episode is sponsored by Life MD. We have all been there. Whether it's a nasty cough that won't go away that you have to wait hours in line for the emergency room then because it hit over the weekend, or if it's pink eye that just won't go away without a prescription, or the ongoing UTIs that you know is a UTI but you have to wait for an appointment anyway. We can't always time sickness, but LifeMD makes it easy. LifeMD has undeniably created a better and more affordable way for people to speak to doctors without leaving their home. For me, my time is just too valuable to spend waiting in a depressed and uncomfortable waiting room for a doctor who will invariably be running about 20 minutes late. Instead, with LifeMD, America's healthcare system is enabling doctors to reach patients in their homes through revolutionary virtual healthcare. You talk to an incredible five-star certified physician in less time than it takes to fold your laundry. They can help with so many different needs, ranging from annual checkups to lab tests, chronic conditions like diabetes, weight loss, and more. LifeMD's patient platform and app make this so easy. All you have to do is select your symptoms, pick your preferred doctor, and LifeMD does the rest. The days of depressing waiting rooms, awkward in-person visits, and confusion on who to call are over. You can now video chat with a board certified physician and get the prescription you need in as little as 15 minutes. Visit lifemd.com/artcurious today and see why LifeMD is America's most trusted leader in virtual healthcare. lifemd.com/artcurious. Okay, so what do you remember about the first time we met? I remember that I kind of saw you across the room very much like a movie. Aww. And I remember that I thought you had backstage passes. I and, didn't. <laughs> and you didn't. But it was okay. That's me and my husband sharing conversation the other day based on some prompts from our relationship app specifically for couples. It's called Paired, and it is super fun. So here's how it works you and your partner download the app, you pair together, and then every day, Paired gives you questions, quizzes, and little games so that you can have fun, stay connected, and deepen your conversations. And you know what? During this busy holiday season, when we hardly have time to take a lunch break, Paired is an easy way for us to take a break for ourselves and our relationship. Ooh, this one's interesting. What three words describe your partner best? I'll let you take that one. Oh boy. I would say kind, dependable, and sexy. Hey. <laughs> I would say organized, dependable, and sexy. <laughs> 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 um, copycat. <laughs> The questions and prompts on paired are simple and often hilarious and you get a daily question to answer and you cannot see your partner's answer until you yourself have answered. Describe your partner's job in 3 words. Can I use a hyphen it? Sure. Always on. Yeah, yeah. Writer, storyteller. Oh, I like that. Thank you. Welcome. Holidays are all about connection and quality time with the people that mean the most to you. Don't let the stress get in the way. Get to the heart of the season or at least get through it with Paired. This Christmas, invest in connection all year round. Head to paired.com/artcurious to get a 7-day free trial and 25% off if you sign up for a subscription. Just head to slash artcurious to sign up today. Connect with your partner every day using Paired. A happier relationship starts here. What makes you feel lucky in our relationship? That I met you and you agreed to marry me. Oh, I love you. I love you too. Welcome back to Art Curious this week. And for our last story today, I wanted to bring you a little dose of lightheartedness. Early this week, police in London were alerted to a woman seemingly in distress slouched forward and face down in a bowl of soup. Wearing a yellow hoodie and with her blonde hair pulled back, bystanders noted that the woman had not moved in hours. But when the police broke down the locked doors to assist this woman, they found themselves face-to-face not with a flesh-and-blood person, but with a sculpture by the American artist Mark Jenkins. They had broken into the Las Emporium, an art gallery, and attempted to rescue this work which is a 2022 piece titled Christina, named after the sister of Las Gallerist Steve Lazaridis, who commissioned the work of art. Apparently, this kerfuffle wasn't the first. According to Art News, the same thing occurred in October, also in London, at the art and design fair Decorex, where paramedics were called over to the site to investigate. So you'd think that at an art and design fair that maybe they would have thought it was art, but whatever. Naturally, I applaud the passers-by who cared enough about a fellow human to do the right thing. That is first and foremost in my mind. But I also want to applaud the artist for creating something so convincing that it now apparently routinely fools people. And isn't that one of the great things about art? That it allows us to experience the full wave of human emotions? Even foolishness or naivete or gullibility, all the above— All of it can be produced when we come into proximity with an interesting work of art. And that is cool, even if it would probably make me very frustrated in the moment to admit that I had been fooled. That is all that I have for you today, everyone. Thank you for listening to Art Curious News this week. Art Curious News this week is going on a hiatus for the next few weeks as I take a much-needed holiday break. But I will be back with you in the new year, and I have lots of great stuff coming down the pike for 2023, including an awesome trip to the Netherlands with like-minds travel in celebration of the largest Vermeer exhibition in history. You want to come with me? You totally should. Check out all the details on my website, artcuriouspodcast.com. In the meantime, thank you all for your support and for listening today. And until next year, stay curious.